Yeah. Yo. 50 years of hip hop. 50 years of hip hop from Listener Power, KEXP. Check, check, check. Welcome to 50 Years of Hip Hop. I'm Larry Mizell Jr. This past Monday was Indigenous Peoples Day. So this week, we're honoring the impact of Indigenous people in hip hop with the 2014 album Shep Life by the Aboriginal rapper Briggs. Emily Fox talks with KEXP's own Kevin Sir, host of Sounds of Survivance, about the impact of this album. Shep Life not only propelled Briggs' music career, but it also led him to start his own record label and become even more involved in indigenous advocacy. 20th of May, 2012. Welcome to the world, little Corabelle. How did you learn about Briggs and what struck you about him? Well, how I learned about him was actually research, doing research for Sounds of Survivance, our indigenous people's radio show here. So honestly, Briggs was very new to me, but I noticed this album that really stood out in my research by this indigenous Australian. It came out in 2014 and just barely scratching the surface, saw an arc to his career that was really this album had a huge part in, even though he'd, he'd been releasing music and had been a recording artist since 2009 this album won him Best New Artist at the National Indigenous Music Awards, uh, which is an Indigenous award show that happens in Australia. And everything that subsequently happened after that award and after this record just really seemed to uh, launch his career, to which after this 2014 album, he created his own record label that focuses on other Indigenous artists, and um, he also went on from just being Briggs to forming a new group, AB Original, which is now just one of the biggest hip-hop groups in all of Australia. And so this 2014 album just seemed to play a huge role in the life of an indigenous artist that is doing a lot for indigenous people today. We're going to talk about this in a few minutes, but he's getting super involved in an indigenous movement right now in Australia that's actually about a referendum that's coming up for a vote in the coming days. We're going to talk about that in a minute, but first I want to dive into this music. Talk about this album a little. What were some tracks that stood out to you when you listened to it and why? Well, the thing is, usually I'm, I'm kind of skipping through an album looking for gems, and I literally pressed play and I didn't want to skip through anything. And what really stood out to me is how incredibly well-structured the album is. And it's it's thought of as a grander work, which music is less and less thought of that way um, as artists are doing more singles and worried about playlists and things like that. But right out of the gate, the first track, Let It Be Known, it sounds like if there was ever the sound of like a thoroughbred racehorse that's stuck in the starting gate and not let out and then all of a sudden is let out. Let it be known. Three years haven't been known. The blacklist done things I could never ignore. The fact is It is anger, controlled anger, fierce, powerful, but it was it seemed you can feel an absence, you know, which kind of comes up in this in the song. There's like an interview portion within the song where he talks about struggles in recent years and people saying that he's gone or disappeared. But you feel this pent-up need to just let things out 
um, which is sort of a theme throughout the whole album. But the way it starts, it just sounds like, wow, this has been pent up for some time and it's been let out of the starting gate and it is just in your face. Amazing. It's about, you know what I mean, how much can happen in three years. Have my daughter. Yeah, beautiful thing, And then you start weighing things up if you want to keep on making music. I didn't tell anyone I'd quit, but I'm the insider. The other things, like after you get to that, through that song, like the album shifts gears with each song and each song is definitely, the album is in it conceptually, like every song is, is related to the one before it and the one after. So the way that from Let It Be Known, the top track shift gears into Get Up. To all my brothers that's down on the luck, all the beasts is round in the suck. When I see him, you know I'm gonna tell him. When I see him, you know I'm gonna tell him. And rather be dead. And then all of a sudden, it's all the way down in first gear with the song Purgatory. All the wounds you won will always heal with time. But soon you learn they can heal with a bullet inside. And you're hardly blind, but you're missing that sight. And you're missing that smile, missing that hug, and missing that cry. You are on a ride, and you are hearing an adventure. And I think what you're hearing is this unleash of anger, but then also the therapy that comes after it throughout this whole album as a whole. And some other things that really stand out to me, like songs specifically, is the actual title song of the album Shep Life. After Purgatory, you get a view of of where this artist come from and the struggles of that place uh, in a very raw and real way. And then another big standout track, which kind of really brought me in as a listener to listen was the song Bad Apples, which I think is kind of the hit of the record. It just gets into systemic racism and just how a lack of opportunity things creates problems for people that he was brought up around. You know, and it's a powerful thing and that is kind of the story of the album. It is an, kind of unleashing a lot of anger but then feels like therapy and his career afterwards feels like addressing a lot of those things not just through music but through action they say one bad apple can spoil a whole bunch what if all you had was bad apples for lunch what if all you had was all you could touch and what if before you even had a dream you were crushed they weren't raised wrong they weren't raised at all you watch the bell break and watch the cradle fall and now you're surprised when the baby talks and he's asking what the f*** are you staring for? I'm barely scratching the surface of this album, but I think it's an incredibly important one. Yeah, and as you mentioned, this that last song, Bad Apples, that's the name of his record label that he started after this album came out. And, you know, let, let's talk about this referendum vote that he's been super involved in. So 
on October 14th, coming up in just a few days, um, Australia is up for a vote and if approved, would create a new advisory group in parliament made up of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people to represent the views of Indigenous communities. And he's been a huge voice behind this. Um, we had actually reached out for you to do an interview with him instead yeah. of me interviewing you about his album, but he couldn't because he's about to put a huge concert together, you know, with one of his groups and, and a lot of other folks, I think, on his on his label to kind of raise awareness about this vote. He was recently in this pretty funny commercial about this referendum vote and basically saying, like, just Google it. Like, I don't I don't know why we are yeah. fighting about this issue. Just Google it. It's super simple. Yeah, vote hard. for it. But it's confusing, mostly. It's just so hard. It's like, what? And I know you shared that clip with me. I'm, I'm curious what your takeaway is with, with his involvement in this. My takeaway is just, he's just someone I admire. I look up to and I feel like I'm just getting to learn about this indigenous person who was given a platform and who was making the most out of it and using it to elevate all indigenous people to the point where I'll let everyone Google about like Jason Momoa, Taika Waititi, like indigenous people across Instagram have reposted this video, which is just him having a conversation at a pub with people that are basically reciting all the reasons why different folks are trying to convince people to vote no. They're kind of ridiculous reasons and they're very they're they're not going to be things that are foreign in terms of its how formulaic they are to people in the United States because it is so confusing out there. I read online that indigenous people they don't even want it. 80% of us do. Okay, but I saw a video of an indigenous person saying that it doesn't go far enough, and I'd personally like it to go far enough. Me too, I'd like to go far enough for indigenous people, for them. Okay, so you would vote no to this progress so that we can reconvene at an undisclosed point in the future and then go far enough. I think it's, it's interesting that indigenous people of Australia and uh, Torres Strait Islander people do not have a voice like this. Do not, and this is just simply... A first step. And um, it's interesting how like the arguments, which I've heard time and time again with different things, especially in Hawaii, where it's like, well, this is a great thing, but it's not enough. And you know, his argument is we're already living in no. We're already experiencing nothing. Why can't we take a step towards the things we want? Change. Okay, well, that is quite clear. That was I mean, clear. I'd probably vote yes to that. Oh. just vote yes to that. How did you find that? You just that got is, all of so this So you from went on Google, Google and then you went on the, the, That's the, first, the result. first result there. Okay, well, you need to tell people about that, the Googling thing. So they, they should can... know about that. Wow. Kevin, sir, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. <laughs> this piece was produced by Emily Fox with additional mixing by Roddy Nickford. Big thanks to Kevin Sir for joining us. You can hear him every other Monday on Sounds of Survivance, KEXP's new show dedicated to Indigenous artists. Listen live or on demand through the archive at kexp.org. Every episode, we sign off by referring to our station as listener-supported KEXP, which it very much is. And it is that time of year again, y'all. KEXP's Fall Fun Drive is underway, and we are so hoping we can count on you to support the storytelling that you hear on 50 Years of Hip Hop. Your financial support helps us plan and produce podcasts just like this. And thanks to the thousands of people who already donate, we've started cooking up some new shows for next year. 
your support also goes towards other podcasts at KEXP. Sound and Vision, live on KEXP, everything you love about this music community. Share that love. Pay it forward for someone listening right now who isn't in a place to do so. Head to kexp.org slash 50hiphop. Again, kexp.org slash 50hiphop. No spaces, no dashes. Yo, thank you so much, y'all. Your support makes all the difference. It means the world. I'm Larry Mizell Jr., and I'm going to be back next week with another story in 50 Years of Hip Hop from, you already know, listener-powered KEXP, where the indigenous music matters. Okay, I'm gonna do a I'm gonna do a formal outro here. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs>